Welcome to the Mindful Personal Training Podcast with Dr. Clint Cepeda. Dr. Cepeda will discuss all the issues you face when losing weight, creating effective exercise design, and training with intensity. Dr. Cepeda is a health and exercise science researcher specializing in obesity, program design, and mindful behavioral changes. Be sure to stop by drclintcepeda.com for more information. And now, here is Dr. C. Well, thank you so much. That was very nice, lovely voice. Something familiar about that voice. Welcome back to Mindful Personal Training with Dr. Clint Cepeda. That's me, Dr. C. I want to say a very hearty thank you and a very uh, appreciative thanks to everybody who has downloaded the podcast, family, friends, people across the globe. So we are very, very happy about that. And we're just trying to change the world one podcast at a time and trying to stay mindful while doing it. Well, last week we talked about personal training. And of course, this is part two of that. Part two of personal training, we talked about maybe enlightening you for some of the questions you may want to ask and talk a little bit about you seeking out one, looking for different uh, credentials and qualifications, something that may fit you both as far as financially, budget-wise. Now, one of the biggest misconceptions is is once you get a personal training, you're stuck with them. That's not necessarily true. Um, You know, and it's not a rant against personal training. It is to make sure to educate you guys and to talk about how to seek the best trainer for you and what you're trying to accomplish and something that is uh, affordable and something that is reputable and something that will keep you safe and challenged and keep the intensity up and not cookie cutter. So that's basically these last couple episodes. This is part two of seeking out a personal trainer. Why be a trainer? Well, you know, there are a lot of things that people want to do in life. And people start off very, how should we say, want to change the world. I mean, I did. I wanted to change the world. I wanted to, you know, be kind and do everything that, you know, would enhance the human achievement or enhance human learning. And these are just some of the things that we wanted to go over, at least with the part two of this podcast or part two of this episode. When people are looking for a job, you know, you're looking for something that is financially feasible. Of course, obviously, it's always about finances. Let's not cut the cord there and go, oh, you know, I want to I want to just go ahead and get the job that can fulfill me. Yeah, absolutely. And that can pay very well. Well, one of the jobs that I found growing up was that if you can make, you know, 20 bucks an hour at that time growing up, oh gosh, that looked like a hundred bucks an hour to me. Um, but it wasn't necessarily that, that got me into training and got me into looking at training as a profession. I kind of fell into it, but that's neither here nor there. What you're looking for is a person that didn't focus on that. Now, when we're all young, we do. But if you're looking at it as a career and you're looking at it as a, a profession that you're paying somebody to train you safely, appropriately, scientifically, with intensity, and with your actual body composition and goal in mind, then that's a little bit different than saying, oh man, I want to be a personal trainer because I can make 50 bucks an hour. It varies and it's different. And that's a big misconception. What you'll find is that If you're looking at a personal trainer as an independent contractor and you're hiring somebody, it is your job and your due diligence 
to research that trainer, look at that trainer, not just in the physical aspect, but look beyond that. Just because somebody looks great doesn't necessarily mean it translate to make it translates into making you look great. And that was something we talked about last podcast, last episode. When you're looking at an adequate trainer, of course, somebody has to look good because that's why would you seek advice from somebody who doesn't look good? I mean, it is a look good business. It is a look good industry. You see it all the time. I'm not going to sit here and go that looking good doesn't help you get clients. It absolutely does. But the trick is this. There is a difference between that type of trainer, which there are more of in the world, versus that type of trainer plus the academic background, plus the experience, plus the type of, I guess, bluntness that can be adjusted per client. Each client's a little bit different. Now, am I the type of trainer or the type of exercise physiologist or whatever? you know, whatever terms you want to use that I'm a rara, let's go get it. Absolutely. But not for everybody. Everybody's different. So when you're looking at getting a trainer or hiring a trainer, you're looking at somebody that can adjust to the clientele. That's probably the first thing you should look now. Yeah. You're thinking, I want to look how much they cost, but you know, I, I tell you, people fall into that trap all the time. And I have received for clients from other trainers and other gyms that have said, well, so-and-so will go ahead and train me for 15 bucks an hour. And I will turn around and say, then you will get a $15 an hour body. You will get a $15 an hour effort. You will get a $15 an hour type of salesman, not a true exercise physiologist or a true professional coach or trainer or sports performance coach or assessment coach. You're just not going to get that. Not for 15 bucks an hour. You get what you paid for. And every time you will have these conversations with this type of client, Or, you know, this type of person that comes in and they will always say, I should have went to you first. Well, absolutely. But you're not first on the list if you're charging more than everybody else. But I was taught a long time ago, once again, grew up with great mentors, charge your value, charge your worth. But there's a caveat to that. If you do charge your value and you do charge your worth, you better make sure you are worth it. And you better make sure that you are charging the appropriate value for your appropriate experience, credentials, and basically what you can you bring to the table. Because if you don't, people will see through that really, really fast. People will see through that like it is a transparent big window from an office building and you're on the sidewalk and you're looking through and you can see everything. Reflections of other buildings, reflections of the people walking up and down the escalator because it is that clear. You can tell the difference between a really honest to goodness professional coach or personal trainer or exercise physiologist versus run of the mill, cookie cutter. I will undercut and I will charge you $15 an hour I wouldn't work for $15 an hour, would you, if you're good at your job? If you are good at what you do, you charge your value. You charge what you're worth because you are worth that. If you feel that you are worth $15 an hour, then have at it. Go for it. Because I don't know about you, but I'm not. And I base it on these particular factors, X, Y, Z, one, two, three, four. Black and white factors, facts. That's how I would base it. 
So when you get caught up in the price war mix, of course, you're looking to find the best value. I mean, anybody would love to buy a Ferrari at a Toyota Corolla price. Absolutely. But that's not what you're buying. You're not buying a trainer because they're charging you $15 an hour, $10 an hour, 20 bucks an hour, because that's what you can afford. No, you're buying a change in your mindset. That's what you're buying. Because once you change your mindset, your body will follow. And some people from the past, they're buying friends. And I get that. And at that point, you know, it is a business. But when you seek out a personal trainer, that's another facet that you should look at. As a person who is trying to change your body, remember, we talk about it all the time. Change your mindset, change your life. Lazy mindset, lazy body. Persistent mindset, changed body. It's a very simple relationship. Now, if you are working and looking with a trainer and working with a trainer, honestly, I have cut deals and I have said, if you purchase this particular package, if you've done this, it is, there is a lot of room for negotiate negotiation. Now, if that personal trainer or that professional coach is working for somebody else, it's a little bit different. The more malleable your negotiation skills are, it's more directed towards independent contractors, that type of training where somebody owns their own business, which I did. But those with commercial gyms and national gyms and national chains, they have a protocol to follow and and there are employees of that facility or that chain. So it's a little bit different to negotiate there. And in some cases, you may get them fired and you don't want to do that. And in some cases, they shouldn't do that because they're going to get fired. But one of the things that I preach to myself, even holding this podcast and starting and being so fortunate, especially in this day and age to do it and start it, even running my own personal training area and, and, you know, going through the motions of it, starting it from zero to nothing is that the thing that I kept in the forefront of my head is to have a business with a conscience. Now this name may not work for you, but it works for me. That's why I will not lie to clients. I won't lie to somebody if they say, what do you promise? I don't promise anything. You promise yourself. Well, what can you guarantee? Nothing. I guarantee it's going to be hard. And I guarantee you're going to question why you're even doing it. I can guarantee you're going to have that thought process in your mind in the middle of a session, at the end of it, and you know, for sure in the beginning of it. Well, how can, how can I know that you're worth it? Uh, you can't. I can only tell you what I can do, but it is a partnership. You come in, you're looking for a trainer. You cannot come across and demand for things to happen that obviously you haven't even accomplished yet. Losing weight and changing your body is such a long process because people get it twisted that it's just a amount of finding the cheapest trainer. You should not have that in the forefront of you looking for help and for a coach. You shouldn't. Is it anything I'm doing particularly special? No. But I am using foundational principles that have been there for ever and a day. I made sure that I approached it from a scientific approach. I made sure that I got educated all the way to the end. I made sure I had experience, not for one year, two years, decades. I made sure that I was active as well, competed played ball. So 
when people come across and say, what can you do? I would turn around and say, what have you done? Because obviously you haven't done anything because we're having a conversation right now in my office. And that's not meant to make anybody feel bad. If you ask me a question, I can ask you a question. We're civil like that, right? But when your feelings get involved, that's on you. Remember, you're trying to interview me or a personal trainer or coach to make you change your mindset, not change your body. It's a little bit different. Think of it that way. Because changing your body, you can do on your own for free. Go ahead and eat 3,000 calories a day and don't work out. You just change your body. Great. Go ahead and start going to the gym and doing cardio and being consistent. You just change your body. Now I'm getting a little bit deeper in the meaning. So it's not just talking about the surface thought process that you may have. Because the surface thought process that 90% of people out there, how much can I get for this amount of money? That has nothing to do with mindset. That has nothing to do with really wanting to change your body type and your mindset. That has nothing to do with it. That has to do with looking in your checkbook and looking in your bank account and going, well, I can afford this. I can afford this is what I can do. I urge you to change your mindset when you are looking for a good, honest to goodness, exercise physiologist, professional coach, personal trainer, professional personal trainer in your city and in your neighborhood and ask those questions. Because if they start guaranteeing you stuff, they start telling you that I promise this, they start telling you I'm worth this because I was da 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 da. That's great. But once again, it still falls back on you. Look at the answers that they give you. Now, during this time of year, you are looking to get a couple sessions and for family members, a spouse, a friend, parents, people that need it. And that's fine. But don't just throw your money away without thinking, okay, will this really benefit the person I'm giving the gift to? You have to kind of think that way because it is expensive. I'm not going to sit here and go, Oh, you know what? You can get a great deal if you, you know, you're buy two sessions, get one free. Yeah, but maybe the two sessions are $150 at 45 minutes a pop, if that, if it's reputable. Sometimes you'll come across some situations where they're doing that 150, it ends up becoming a 35 minute session. That's a lot of dough for a short amount of time. Do your due diligence. Take a look at who you're dealing your business with. If it's a national chain, it's going to be expensive. And you have to also keep in mind that that money is not going all to the trainer. It depends on the cut. Is it a 70-30 cut, 60-40? Is it, it's never going to be 100%. So you're actually paying the national chain or the club. If it's an independent contractor, that's a little bit different. If they own their own business, all the money goes to them. So you should expect full tilt service from that person. Because you are fully invested in their personal business. That's how I looked at it. People were fully invested in, in me and the business. I've also worked for national chain at ch- chains. And yeah, I can tell them, you know, I'm their trainer, but technically I'm an employee of the corporation or the fitness facility. So the motivation to train you changes. Now that is not to say if there's any backlash, which I, I really don't care but it's not to say that all trainers are like that. That's not what I'm saying. We all go through the ranks. 
But for you, take a look at what the motivation is for them to be with you, to coach you, to train you properly. What is their motivation? We always ask you guys as clients and, and to some degree for physical therapists, patients, and all of these different parts of the industry, what is your motivation? And we'll get in another podcast what the difference between motivation and determination is, but that's one of the key questions a salesman will ask. What's your motivation? You know, what, what, what do you want to do? The question should be, what would be my motivation as your coach? What motivates me to get here? Is it money-based? Of course it is. We're in a business. But you can mix that by having a business with a conscience. So when we started the podcast and we started looking at how to tell the truth, it may be a little bit blunt for some people, but at the end, we are still a business with a conscience. We're not going to lie to you. We're not going to sit here and go, we promise this. We promise that. I guarantee this. This is what's going to happen exactly. No, I'm never going to say that because that you're not me. You don't have my persistence. You don't have my type of determination. Not yet. I don't know. You may. You never make promises to clients. Never. Never, never, never. Be wary if somebody does. Be wary if somebody tries to undercut and go, well, I can do it for $15 an hour. Now you know what their motivation is. Now, I just said a couple seconds ago, yeah, of course money's a motivation. But you can couple that with having a business with a conscience. If somebody comes back and says, hey, you're charging X amount of money, that's more than this person, my answer has always been the same. Then go with that person. Because I can tell you with 100% accuracy, if you're playing that game and trying to find the lowest price, you will always lose. And it's not weight. It doesn't work like that. Now, if, that, if you're out there and saying, well, that's all I can afford, then my question back to you is, if you tabulate everything that got you in this predicament in the first place, whether it's drink, food, things in your pantry, excess eating out, could you have used that money and geared it towards maybe training and coaching? That's my question to you. Could you have used that money? Or all the, and this is a whole other podcast later on, all the multi-level marketing shakes and exercise equipment, all that money that has been spent and to some degree home gyms that you purchase that are now clothes hangers for some of your shirts when you're drying it or your pants, they're just, it's another clothesline. Could that money have been geared towards honest to goodness coaching? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd never believe that people can't afford training. I never, because we can afford everything else. When we want it bad enough, oh, we'll get it. You want that $1,200 smartphone, $1,200, you'll make it work. You'll make it work. You want to go out and eat out every night because you don't want to cook and you tabulate how much that costs per month, you'll find a way. So the argument of going, I can only afford this cheaper rate, I don't buy it. Because when you want something bad enough and that persistence is there, nothing will stop you. Nothing. Buying a $1,200, $1,300 smartphone and breaking it up into payments, you can probably do the same thing with a good, reputable, professional, independent contractor that works for himself as a personal trainer or coach. 
They are willing to do that. There are good ones out there. They are. There are good ones with the heart. There are good ones that are willing to work with you because they don't want to lose your business and they want to see you finish. I would love if you had a area wherever you live that there's a bunch of those guys and girls because those are the ones that will have your back no matter what. No matter. And the motivation is different. The motivation is you. That means that is their motivation. You. I'm motivated to see you. I'm motivated to train you. I'm motivated to see you do 10 push-ups today because it excites me because that means I'm doing my job and your mindset is changing. That's the motivation you're looking for. When you're trying to hire a personal trainer or exercise physiologist or sports performance coach, strength and conditioning, there are good ones out there. Trust me, some of the good ones train me. Some of the good ones... I am in awe of, but to get to the good ones, do your due diligence. Don't turn around and go, well, they're charging me 15, 20 bucks. You know, that's all I can afford. Then go because there's nothing I can do here to devalue what I'm worth because of what I've accomplished and what my experiences are. That's a certain type of value. That is a certain type of numerical value monetary value that we can put on. If you're charging 15 bucks an hour, $10 an hour, then you charge your value. That's you. That's all on you. That has nothing to do with my life and what I've accomplished. I'm not going to change my experiences and what I've done to match you. If I know I've done more, that makes no economic sense. You get what you pay for. And everybody who has done that knows what I'm talking about. And every trainer and sports performance coach out there who is worth their value has heard the same story I heard. I should have came to you first. This is different. This is better. My other trainer didn't do this. Yeah, because you get what you pay for. It is a tough, tough road. I get it. I understand it. But look for the motivation of who you're trying to hire. What is their motivation? You ask me, I'll tell you, it's monetary. Absolutely. But I put it with the business with the conscience. I have to get paid for services, but my motivation is you. And I can put those things together under the mantra of having a business with a conscience. Understanding that maybe I have to cut a deal or two. Understanding that maybe in some regards, I will go ahead and train, even though I haven't gotten paid for it. Because with the trust and full faith, because we've had a great relationship that you'll, you'll get it next week and you will. And 99.99999% of the time, it works. It absolutely works. So the next time you're looking to get training sessions for somebody, a spouse, friend, whoever, your next question should be when you're sitting in that office and they close that door behind you and wanting to get you to buy the biggest package possible. So what's your motivation for me? What's your motivation to train me? What's your motivation? And you'll know right, right away if they're hemming and hawing and well, you know, they give you the, the standard, well, you know, I've, I've, I want to help people. Of course you do. That's easy. Dig deeper. What is your motivation for training me? If they have a great smile and nothing comes out of that great smile, you may as well walk out that door. If they take a couple seconds to think about it and it was a thoughtful process and go, well, I can't lie to you. It is monetary. 
because it is a business at the end of the day, but it's also you. I need to know I can wake up at 4.45 in the morning and you're here ready to go. That can motivate me because now I got to bring my game because you're ready. I'm ready. At 4.45 a.m., there's not that many people that will be ready to go, but those that choose it, you motivate me. I'll show up. We'll be ready to rock and roll because now I got to compete with you as my client. That if you're ready, then I better make sure I am ready because that is what you're paying for. Once again, we are very thankful. I'm very grateful for those of you that have downloaded and have listened to the podcast. We're trying to make a change. All you have to do is stay mindful. That's going to do it this week for Mindful Personal Training with Dr. Clint Cepeda. That's me, Dr. C. We appreciate all the support. And if you have any more questions, please do not hesitate to drop us a line. Stop by www.drclintcepeda.com. Cepeda, C-E-P-E-D-A. That gets misspelled all the time. We'll see you next week. Take care. Remember, stay healthy, stay well, and stay fit. Dr. Clint Cepeda has a research background in health science and exercise sports science with a focus in obesity and mindfulness. The statements made in this podcast are for educational and motivational purposes only.